you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know what? Take it or leave it. My advice is throw touchdown passes, man. You know, like do <laughs> That's that good a advice. lot. And win games too, right? Tell your guy, like, as a matter of fact, Sterling Shepard and, and Evan Ingram's a great guy. Tell him, like, I'm going to throw it to you. And then, like, you get it. And then when the other guys try to tackle you, don't let them. Yeah. Like, just like, don't, no way. And then tell him, run to the end zone. Yeah. You know, and then you think be he's in heard, He hadn't heard that before. I don't know yeah. if he has, but yeah. I mean, I think that'd be like, that's. You know, that's right. what a field general is yeah. going to do. But. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. There he was, Daniel Jones. Kibitzing with Dave Damashek. And I gave him a little counsel. There were boos raining down all the way from New York City down in Nashville, Tennessee on that draft night. No matter, because Damashek got in his ear. Gave him a little counsel. Throw it to Sterling Shepard. Throw it to Evan Ingram. Have him run for touchdowns. And here we are sitting in uh, the glorious sunlight, at least if you are Eddie Spaghetti and a New York Giants fan today. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented as always by our pals over at Zaxby's, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings and salads. Go get you some of those. Seated to my immediate left, another guy who is riding high because he supports the right pro football team three games in to uh, to the 2019 NFL campaign. His name is Michael Fabiano. You also know him as the Hall of Famer in fantasy football. Uh, you know what? It's crazy now. You've been doing this for 20 years. This is my 20th year doing it. That's crazy. It's I told you a long time ago yep. that if you want to, that it feels like it's a young man's thing. And, you know, they're the high profile guys like Boomer Berman and whoever else. Like, oh, fantasy. That's for that's for losers. God. And they're on the wrong side of history. And if you choose to be, you could be a 78 year old man being like, <laughs> he's the great dean of fantasy football. You know? I hope so. Well, before NFL.com went in-house, 
Do you know who is writing a lot of the content for their fantasy football product, which was not their own? It was actually ESPN and CBS just labeled with NFL stuff. It was Gil Brandt. Is that true? It was Gil Brandt was doing some fantasy football stuff. And at that time, Jay Glazer, who's now, you know, a big superstar, a really good friend of mine, uh, Adam Kaplan, they had footballinjuries.com and they would bring in content for the NFL. So it was Gil and those guys doing the injury stuff, and then eventually I came in. But it's crazy to see how everything has just, like, exploded over It really game. has, and we, we it's, call it's on it's you amazing. at a critical time because yeah. my real football team is now 0-3. Yes. That's not good, and like I keep saying, this is a coaches league in 2019, and you need to look no further than what's happening in Pittsburgh right now. And all those first-rounders on the defensive side of the ball is equaling not a whole lot of results. Who's that on, ultimately? And then on the other side of things, Jason Garrett for the occasional success since he took over the Dallas Cowboys a number of years ago, and some high-end success, not necessarily deep playoff runs, but nevertheless, I think has had a more successful than not tenure with the Cowboys, but was under a fair amount of pressure to shake things up going into this year. I felt like, and I think the world agrees that uh, this was it for Jason Garrett. Turn it, you know, make a, make a big run, had a nice 2018, do it again this year or else that might be your head. He turned things over to the 30 year old play caller, Kellen, uh, uh, Kellen Moore. Yep. And here are the results. By the way, Damashek also told you that uh, Dak Prescott and company would thrive with Kellen Moore making the play calls. So anyway, muzzle tough to you at 3-0. Yeah, man. The Cowboys are looking really good in the offense. I mean, the defense has still got a few question marks, a little bit of uh, injuries there. But um, both from a reality and a fantasy standpoint, I mean, I can't be happier. Dak Prescott looks like an MVP candidate trying to get paid. And I get it. The schedule's been soft. We've got New Orleans this week, so we'll see what happens there. But I think that should be a high-scoring game. But I really feel like if there's one team in the NFC that should be considered the favorites to get to the NFC Championship game, might be my beloved Dallas Cowboys. I don't know how you arrive at that conclusion. What? But are, Wait a minute. That they should be favored Wait. to get to the title game? We know that. Are, are the Cowboys not one of the two best teams in the NFC right now? Guess what? I had them before the season kicked off. I had them as my NFC Super Bowl representative. Well, that's why you're a smart man with your own show. I'm just saying, I don't, I, I mean, I don't, that seemed like a jump that you just took there. No, it, they, they, the give, one team that we know teams. we can kiss into the title you game give is me that. two teams that are going to meet in the NFC Championship oh, I'm not gonna, game right now. One of them wouldn't be the Dallas Cowboys? I'm not, I, I'm not necessarily arguing. I just felt okay. like there was a, a jump in uh, logic there. Well, I, I'm a homer. Yeah, that's expect? true. That's but, true. But I mean, even just being sort of unbiased, they look pretty good, Dave. I mean, and by the way, pretty good. Again, it's worth repeating because we have three homers, uh, at least alleged homers uh, here on the DDFP yeah. today. Steelers, Cowboys, and New York Football Giants back there. The key is, uh, 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 I'm glad you brought this up because it's an important reminder. You're a homer by my definition mm-hmm. if you cannot make clear-headed sort of predictions and observations about your team. Yes, you want to see a result, but as long as you are lucid enough to understand that what you want to see and what you think is going to happen or assess things uh, properly or as objectively as possible, that's the dis- – if you're a homer – Right. I I mean – like, Well, Steelers ain't, okay. they, Steelers ain't good because uh, they ain't getting any calls. No one, no, no one wants to see them win. The refs don't want <laughs> that kind. Kind of logic. No, I get it. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, Eddie Spaghetti is, you know, he's on cloud nine, as we know, with the Giants. 
Eddie knows the Giants aren't going anywhere this season. This oh, is going to be, you this, have- is, this is going to be a season to build upon oh, for the contraire. future. No, he's you right. just lost your main centerpiece on the offensive side of the football for four to six weeks. If I'm a Giants fan, I'm thrilled with what I saw with Daniel Jones, and I'm very optimistic for the future. Right. Well, but he's on if cloud I am eight. Unbiased, I am not going to project that the Giants are going to go and make a playoff run. Okay. As a Cowboys fan. The team looks good offensively. We added Randall Cobb. The offensive line is solid. The defense is fine. A lot of young talent on there. Rams-Cowboys, NFC Championship game. And we could end up getting uh, an NFC Championship game preview in Dallas, which is going to go down, I believe, in November. The Cowboys play the Rams. That's going to be a Ooh, huge Cowboys, huge. I mean, Rams at yes, Dallas. Yes, that's going to be Dandy. a huge game. I believe it's November. I'm not 100% sure, but that game is going down this fall. So, I mean... And I, I, when I saw Daniel Jones do what he did yesterday, the first thing I go is uh, is the social media, and of course, Eddie's got the picture up there. Yeah, he's well, got listen. the picture of him in uh. In I was Danny happy Dimes. for spaghetti. We're gonna ignore yeah. when I was talking to Dan or twenty minutes before I was talking to Daniel Jones. What you just heard at the top of the show there, spaghetti was uh, was cursing up a blue streak. But it, it was, but we've addressed it. It wasn't because of of him. It was more because of the direction. Like they're signing these guys. Like the and then you have Josh Allen on the board, you're starting Eli. So it's like, oh, it makes sense to get the top pass rusher or one of at least. But did you want him? Did you want Daniel Jones? Once they, uh, I, from the sense of the, the, what the team planned to do in 2019, I did not think it made sense. Like they did, they pass on Darnold last year. I'm like, they want to compete. They think they're going to compete with Eli. That's why he's still around. That's why he got the five million dollar roster bonus. The minute we drafted Daniel Jones, it's like, okay, so you're not trying to compete. Now that that was the confusing part. Everything else about him, I was totally on board with, and I we met him, and we're good friends, and everything is great. <laughs> You're good friends. So, so here, here is the— There's photographic evidence that yeah. proves they're friends. Here is the proof of whether or not uh, our pal is unbiased or not, or maybe he's just uber confident in a, in a kid after one game. If you could trade Daniel Jones for Baker Mayfield right now, would you do it? Ooh. Well, I know fan, from a fantasy perspective. Not fantasy reality. I know, I know that Daniel Jones outscored Baker already uh, one One game. week. It's a great question, Fabio. Uh, what would you rather have? I'm, I mean, I, I'm... I, I've been sick of the Browns and Baker all offseason. And Daniel Jones, uh, I don't know if it's to his fault or, you know, whatever, but he is an Eli clone. He does the right thing. And I've just been programmed like, oh, that's how your quarterback is supposed to act, like Eli Manning. And he's been he's been awesome. And he seems like Eli with more of an edge because apparently him cursing in the huddle was what sparked the team to go on the, that, that second half run. So I'm, I feel fantastic about Daniel Jones right now. I would not trade him for Baker. Well, Manning. think about, by the Isn't way, just amazing? think if Daniel Jones uh, had a target like, I don't know, like Odell Beck. Beckham to throw yeah. to. Imagine how good he'd be. Well, he, I mean, he made he made guys like Darius Slayton like l- l- legitimate threats yesterday. I mean, he, and he's using the guys he has like Evan Ingram and and um, Sterling Shepard. Like he it told is, to it, use. it is amazing how quickly things change. I said that to Spaghetti just before league. you walked in here, Fabiano. It's amazing what one win can do. Yes, it's what the the Giants fans ashamed to announce in public forums that they supported the Giants <laughs> and one 60 minute stretch against the mediocre Buccaneers and uh, all is right in the world. And I completely get it as a Steelers fan watching what happened on Sunday up in uh, San Francisco or in Santa Clara, just thinking if they can just get this one, the season doesn't have to be over. They'd be one and two with the Bengals and then the Ravens come into town the week after that. They'd be in they'd be in decent. You know what, though, too, Dave? The Niners gave them that game. I love them. Five turnovers. I mean, they gave them that game on a silver platter, and the Steelers could not 
take it. Well, let's talk a little bit of fantasy. But by the way, uh, to disabuse you, Fabiano, of your earlier assertion that Spaghetti isn't thinking playoffs, and even though Spaghetti himself just said he's not thinking playoffs, he did also, just before you walk in, say, you know, if they can beat the Skins and then they get uh, the following week, who do they have after that? Philly? Uh, yes, they do. Then they have Philly, and then Saquon. Look, no, I mean, he, I, I if he said, comes back within you're, you're four at, weeks, now, then... No, 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 no. I'll clarify. First of all, if you go on ddfpredflag.com, Andrew Raby has it up there. I have the Giants out in, like, not in the playoffs. I have They're one of my 13 teams not in the playoffs. That being said, I was talking about, because you have Saquon on your, in your big fantasy league, and I said, if the Giants beat the Redskins, which I hope they should, and then you have an Eagles team who may lose to the Packers the week after, I think Saquon's going to start, like, really pushing the training set and be like, I want to come back way before week 12 that's all well by the way i'm playing the same sort of game because it took me about uh 45 minutes to lick my wounds and i really did i I, it it is pathetic and let me just say for the record i fully understand it you don't need to point it out to me on social media or otherwise i understand it's pathetic that a man of my advanced age with my responsibilities like something like between four and 11 children whatever i have (laughs) um you know that that a football game can so upset me, can 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 depress me You're on the passionate. level. Of, You've been a Steelers a, fan for a lot longer know, than you had one, those kids. That was another. Thank you. That's it's what true. I tell them. That's what I tell them. Yeah, we'll play catch tomorrow. Steelers but tell, today. Um, <laughs> but really, it upset me. But then I started doing the math on it, and I thought, all right, zero and three. Let's see if the Rams win, uh, if they can beat the Browns, then the Browns are one and two. Then the Browns have to play the Ravens next week. And if the Browns can beat the Ravens, then the Ravens would come into town, assuming a Steelers victory over the Bengals on Monday night. The Steelers would only really be a game behind the Ravens. And if they would beat them, then they would be even up by the end of uh, by the end of five weeks. See, this is the crazy math that people play. uh, The rose colored glasses that you're trying to look through. That's right. Or black and gold either way. Um, So, Fabs, lay it on me here. You just heard Spaghetti mention it. And a lot of people are in the same boat as me. I in my auction league and a lot of people at the first overall pick in snake fantasy drafts. Either way, a lot of people um, used um, used high picks or, or a lot of money to get Saquon onto their team. Now four to eight weeks Spaghetti. I'm seeing six as well, possibly. But well, I, what their a, bye week is what? Week 11. Week 11, yeah. So I mean, if he's on the if he's on the the heavier side of that prediction, six weeks you're looking at that bye week. People being... are confused because he had the injury as a freshman at Penn State and he only missed two weeks. So he's saying I'm going to come back as soon as possible. Well, but also on a you know uh, trying to avoid the attrition that Levy and Bell avoided a year ago. And uh, how's that 26 doing up in New York? Wonder if he still regrets. He has no regrets. Oh, has no I mean... regrets. Uh, he's got a third string quarterback. Nobody in the backfield with him right now. I mean, what could he do? Nobody. He was never going to go there and win a Super Bowl. It was all about money. You know that. Yeah. I mean, you talk about uh, the the sum of the parts and whatever else, and you could see this you know, this uh, black cloud gathering over Pittsburgh. We you know when Levy and Bell and Antonio Brown, and everything else. It shouldn't really stun anybody, except for all the platitudinous talk out of Mike Tomlin in the offseason and this we're going to play as a team and so on and so forth. You really think about it. From the guys that were out there three years ago on this team and they won uh, uh, 13 games just a couple of years ago, you think about the guys that were out on that field and how much worse everything has gotten for every single guy out there from Levy and Bell, Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, 
Ben Roethlisberger, Mike Tomlin, Todd Haley's out on the curb. I mean, nobody is better for that from a, from massive a divorce. Perspective: James Conner. Oh, him with the fumbles. But I don't want to talk about the Steelers right now. I do want to talk about Saquon Mm -hmm. and uh, more accurately what to do without Saquon. Is Wayne Gallman really a viable option to go out and get? It's volume, man. I mean, look Uh, at the depth chart. There's nothing (laughs) behind him. So, yeah. I mean, this is a guy who had over 40 targets as a rookie, so he can catch the ball out of the backfield. You're not replacing Saquon Barkley's production. You just can't do it, especially when you're looking at the waiver wire right now. Gallman's going to be the top pickup. And it's not even going to be close. You got a lot of the young quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, you know, Gardner Minshew's look good. Kyle Allen, who I loved going into this. Well, one. I want to rank he all those guys out. Let's, but, let's hear about those but guys. Gallman, but Gallman is is sort of like that that one pickup that everyone's going to want to go and get because of volume. He's going to touch the football. I mean, other than that, I mean, what other running backs are out there on the waiver wire right now that you can legitimately pick up in a competitive league? Maybe Daryl Williams, depending on what happens with Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy in Kansas City. I mean, there, there's not that much. There's not that much right now. Well, that's <laughs> that's grim news, and I already knew it. But um, I, I wanted to get uh, your stamp of approval to, to hit the panic button for my fantasy team this year. What I was going to say about Saquon, though, by the way. Uh, what 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 value is there in bringing Saquon back and letting him get beaten up if they are like I don't know what what if their records three and nine or whatever at that point what, what's the value in even or three and eight or whatever what, what, why rush if they the, lose you're right but if they go beat the skins and somehow come away with the win uh, versus the Eagles I'm not saying I believe that's going to happen but I'm saying it, it's a totally different mindset if they're losing games there's just no especially well now with Daniel Jones there's an excitement I mean he. Saquon was on the bench two weeks ago yelling at Pat Shermer because I'm pretty sure Eli Manning gave him zero chance to win. I think all the guys on the team now are like, this, this is a new spark. That's well, awesome. the pass first uh, New York Giants, what do they need Saquon for at all? Trade him away, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Eddie's like, huh. Trade him for a couple of defensive pieces, that. and we're looking at the playoffs uh, right after well, this New Year's Eve, they did right? That. They did that with Odell. And look how that turned out. <laughs> Honestly, though, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm looking to get a high pick in the draft next year because you're just adding to the talent because you're rebuilding 100% well but to spaghetti's point if they beat the skins they're on a in a weird spot there we don't know and by the way I would think that it is the optimal spot I tweeted that on Sunday night I'm sure that uh that they're skins fans hoping hoping that Jay Gruden was watching uh, Daniel Jones and thinking, you know what? It's time for Dwayne Haskins on Monday night. Oh, wait a second. Oh, we have the Bears here instead. Right. Let's let let's throw Case Keenum. Let's make Case Keenum the sacrificial lamb right. to be devoured by a bunch of bears. And then uh, and then next week we'll get Dwayne Haskins the 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 sorry you Giants what, offense. That's the perfect let, spot. Let, for let's him. also remember though, this Giants defense is horrible. I, it, That's what I'm saying. It is terrible. I'm not making a case for them to make the playoffs, no. but it, it is. It, talk about a uh, a mild gathering storm, not uh, not a uh, torrential downpour like what's going on on the banks of the Three Rivers. But if they are, what what do you want Saquon coming back? And do you want Daniel Jones winning games? You get into the moment and that that short term satisfaction of like, yeah, I love seeing Daniel Jones. It makes me excited for the future. But to to uh, to Fabiano's point. Maybe better of like, yeah, Daniel Jones looks awesome. The rest of the team's not so good, so we're right. two and fourteen in twenty twenty. Though we just got this piece now. Yeah, and, and get out of Ohio State. And, and you're looking like at that. getting, you know, Danny Dimes uh, basically a full season of starting experience in the NFL under his belt. 
ahead of next season. And then you're heck, I mean, him or Darnold right now, like you're talking about New York City, you got Giants, you got Jets. You know, the Jets have always kind of played second fiddle. Darnold was the guy. Now, all of a sudden, if Daniel Jones comes in and looks good, Daniel Jones, I mean, he, he could be the toast of New York City. I love what well, he is now. Man. He is now. He, uh, for but sure. uh, the, for, for one week, we'll see what happens. Can but you like, imagine that th this is, uh, by the way, maybe for Clippers fans, hopefully not a harbinger of things to come. This is the year. This is it. This was when the Jets were finally, okay. The Jets are obviously going to be better than the Giants in 2019. <laughs> now, now not not even going to be true this year. Yeah, I know. Um, but Wayne Gallman, though, does sound like somebody whose bar mitzvah I would have attended. Um, <laughs> not a uh, running back. Is there, has there ever been, is there a Wayne who's ever been good at, uh, at running back? Reggie Wayne, but that's a cheat. As I was a, thinking as a, Wayne Krabet. He's a wide as receiver. A, Wayne Krabet. Okay. But he's a wide okay. receiver. Okay. Is there, has there ever been a good running back named Wayne? doesn't sound like there's probably a whole lot of history. I'd have to look that up. At the position. So you're saying Wayne Gallman, purely because there's not a better option on the waiver he's wire in any 10-team or beyond league. He's going to get touches. No, ma no matter what. I mean, he's going to get touches, and volume is king in fantasy football. So, I mean, even if he gives you three, four catches a week out of the backfield, I mean, he's not going to give you Barkley production, but the opportunities will at least be there. And Daniel Jones back there making plays – you know, and the Giants are going to be behind quite a bit. You would think. Sorry, Eddie, but it's the perfect recipe for Daniel Jones to save your fantasy football season. If you lost Ben Roethlisberger, if you lost Drew Brees, if you've got Aaron Rodgers thinking, what in the hell is going on with him? Because he mm -hmm. has not been a good fantasy quarterback this season. But well, I, I, but Gallman is, is a good pass catching running back. Well, you know so what the answer is to that, uh, to the, the query you just threw out there. Aaron Rodgers has a defense. He does. Tom and, Brady has a defense. And LaFleur wants to run the football to the behest of everyone who drafted Aaron Rodgers because he's given you four. Well, and Daniel Jones, to extend that point, is probably going to be in a lot of shootouts. So that yes. probably suits you, right. your fantasy team as he well. Is in, he is in the perfect position to make a fantasy impact as a rookie. Uh, aside from the fact that his receivers, his wide receivers are kind of, eh, mm -hmm. but. I mean, he'll get Golden Tate back at some point soon here. and uh, Evan I don't think – I, but I disagree with you about that. I mean, I think Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram amount to – and then once Wide say, receivers. Wide okay, receivers. But, but among pass catchers, that the thing that takes a real hit is no Saquon because he obviously yes. is also a really good pass catcher. Um, but, uh, okay, so let's put those QBs into some order now. Yep. Let's go win play show. Mason Rudolph – I know you're going to laugh, but uh, but you know that he's in fact a starting quarterback now for the rest of the season. Kyle Allen, for as long as he is the starter, we'll yep. see. Yep. And that raises, I mean, these things just three weeks in, there are some uh, some things again. That's another. Maybe that is what defines post week three in the NFL: gathering storms. Mm. Saquon, do you want him to come back? Steelers, egad. Um, and and now Kyle Allen. On a you know one and two team that you know I, I, the the Saints are only two and one, Ky, are they really gonna stick one back in there if Kyle Al Allen keeps on rolling? I don't know. I, I would think so. I, I would think Ron Rivera give said Cam so. every opportunity to get one hundred percent. They're not going to be rushing Cam Newton back after what they saw from Kyle Allen against the Cardinals. But, I mean, you know, you take that performance with a grain of salt. The Cardinals' defense is garbage. It's I know. so bad. Well, He's got Houston this week, right? Road game. So, and Houston's defense hasn't been all that good either. So, if Kyle Allen goes out there 
and tosses three, four touchdown passes against Houston. I don't know if they're going to win the game or not, but, you know, then, well, Cam, you take another week, pal. By the way, the guy who no. hasn't done anything, and I know it because I believed sufficiently in that Texans offense this year, I kept saying in the preseason, as Spaghetti can affirm, that um, – that uh, in a in a conference of defense, 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 the Texans had a chance to stand out because the defense is so so. But that, that offense should soar. But New Hopkins, where are you, fella? I need you, man. You're on my fantasy team. You got to pick up the yeah. Last couple of weeks here. have been uh, modest for his high standards. I also uh, got Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. It seems like Carlos Hyde yeah. is starting to win out more and more. I think and more. he's won it. I mean, the touches and the snaps, I mean, are heavily going to Carlos Hyde. The red zone opportunities. Duke Johnson's been a flop. Uh, we And we all liked him coming into the season after Houston lost Lamar Miller. You're thinking, oh, man, this is finally the opportunity for Duke Johnson to prove that he can be a featured back. I thought level. He, I really didn't and get a obviously, shot. Obviously. O'Brien doesn't believe he can be because he has brought in a guy who's been on, what, four teams in the last year, and he's given him the backfield. Well, I bet uh, Carlos Hyde's floating out there in some fantasy leagues. Go get that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be. He could be. Um, okay, put those guys in a win play show order for you. Quarterbacks who were not starters at the start of the season and now are going forward. Who do so you, you want me to include Randolph and not Minshew in this? Everybody, Minshew, so, I mean, Kyle Allen, so, so right now, Daniel I mean, Jones. Daniel, Daniel Jones is the top option. Number one. Off of the waiver wire. Okay. Right, no at quarterback, because he has got the job. You don't have to worry about someone coming back to take the job from him. He can run with the football. We've seen that. Two rushing touchdowns yesterday. Uh, he did it in college as well. I mean, he wasn't Lamar Jackson, but he can give you three, 400 yards as a rusher. That's big. If you look back at the historical data, Rookie quarterbacks who have put up big fantasy. You know, I love that son with the football. You remember when Damashek sat next to you when we were having a fantasy conversation a decade ago now, Fabiano, believe it or not. Yeah, and I said to you, you know who everybody should be out there picking up? Tim Tebow. And, and you said, oh, no, Tim Tebow, that's a terrible idea. And I said, listen. I don't know if I you said be, that. You, I know he can't throw because I've always been on running quarterbacks. You, I've always been on running quarterbacks. Maybe after you talked to Damashek, like Daniel Jones maybe talked you, to Damashek. It, is it a coincidence Daniel Jones threw touchdown passes to Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram after I told him to? Oh, Wake up, Fabiano. I <laughs> love it, man. And I, I told you about Tebow it. too, and uh, he uh, the run the yeah right. The, if a QB runs around, that those count as fantasy there, points. There, there was a few weeks when Terrell Pryor was the quarterback of the Oakland Raiders, where he was viable in fantasy. So Daniel Jones would be the guy that I would be going after. And if you're talking about the rest of the young quarterbacks who who now have starting jobs, I mean anybody you buy, Gardner Minshew. Well, he's looked good, man. Like, I mean, he's got a tough matchup this week, but he's looked good. <laughs> I mean, 18 fantasy points against Tennessee. Their defense is not bad, right? He, I wouldn't play him this week, but I like what I've seen from him, man. Like DJ Chark has like become this big time fantasy wide receiver because Gardner freaking Minshew and his mustache uh, are making the Jaguars forget that they signed Nick Foles to a big contract. Poor Nick it's Foles. It's unbelievable. I mean, well, not poor. He's rich Nick Foles, is, who also rich. has a Lombardi trophy, and he's a hero in one of our biggest uh, cities in America. 
And yet I still can't help but feel bad for him. He must just be thinking, or at least he must feel star-crossed. Or you know what, though? An ugly little secret is some guys, uh, Clipboard Jesus comes to mind, some guys Uh, will very quietly let you know, like, "Eh, it's not the worst thing in the world making all this money and not not having to be out there taking the hits. A great little research uh, piece is, how many times has an NFL team, and like Matt Flynn comes to mind with the, the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and then Russell Wilson comes along, have spent a lot of money on a quarterback to come in and take over the franchise, only to see that quarterback injured or stink, and a guy that they had on the roster behind him comes in and boom, it all start, it all starts to come together. Well, and Minshew's got that look for the Jaguars. It, it, it's funny how often. Those stories start with an injury, you know, I mean, obviously that's how Romo career started with an injury. Tony Romo. That's right. Same Um, kind of thing. The, um, oh, I, I, I'm thinking of the, um, the ought one Ravens went out of the, they did the, uh, they, they watched Trent Dilfer win the Super Bowl. Then they go and they sign Elvis Gerbach Mm -hmm. and they put Elvis Gerbach in over Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Still crazy. Um, although What's a fun thing is to consider to complete this little circle, mm-hmm. as we discussed around January last year, is um, what if Nick Foles had run the table last year and won a second straight Super Bowl? In fact, what if he beats New Orleans down there? Alshon Jeffrey catches that ball. Mm-hmm. Then they play in the title game. And let's say they win and get to a second straight Super Bowl. Is there any way he's not the stu- that they don't spend on him? Or do they say, thank you still, Nick Foles. We still have to go with the more talented option, who, by the way, for his part, was out there, you know, and confirms why they um, – spent that money on him but man oh man super talented i don't think nearly enough has been made we talked last week about that the lions might actually be halfway good and now they go into philly but not enough has been made about the fact that the eagles just completely i mean they dropped a touchdown pass to win the game Mm -hmm. the last play of the game was just a a blatant drop at the goal line that would have won them the would have made them i'm sure you saw that video clip of the the news interview in Philadelphia of the man who was helping to save children from a burning building and they were throwing (laughs) the children out of the window and he was catching them unlike Aguilar. Yeah. That, I mean, that's hardcore. Hysterical. And then and that, the other side is, of the Philly. That is, that's only in Philadelphia. And also the Philly fan experience that our pal Will Brinson tweeted out is uh, the screaming fan uh, cursing up a blue yes. streak in the stands. Yes, yes. And it turns out he's the head of Penn, of UPenn uh, admissions, which is also great. I, I did see that. Yeah. Um, all right. A couple more things and then we'll wrap it up here. We appreciate you jumping in here sure. with us, Fabiano, to give us some counsel before the month is out in fantasy. Because really, in my opinion, say a few emergency situations this is where you got to make your hay if there are a couple more guys out there that you can latch on to and run with they can at least get you through these rough spots it doesn't sound like you have much of an answer for me at running back there's just nothing out there I mean the only other option a lot of people have depth at quarterback so like you know I'm in a league where I have Russell and Lamar Jackson I'm in another league where I have Kyler and Lamar Jackson and I'm trying to sell one of them well Simmons because I need help at another position I'm trying to sell high on guys now well, Sporty Simmons, 
they, is so proud that every year in a ten team league he gathers quarterbacks. Like they have no value. But, what, but is what that, are you going to say with any of those is guys? That, is that true this season with all of the injuries that well, have gone on? Well, one of his guys was Roethlisberger. He also had Lamar Jackson, has Baker Mayfield, and now Gardner Minshew. And, and Mayfield has been awful. I agree. He's been horrible. I know. I and was, he's got the Ravens on the road this week. As I was watching, as I was watching uh, Collinsworth on Sunday night, saying well, this kid's really coming along. He's a superstar and everything. I was like, Are you watching the actual game that's happening in front of your eyes? Because this is yet another dud from yeah. Baker Mayfield. He put up a nice number on Monday night a week ago against uh, uh, against the Jets, but. A giant chunk of that was on one pass to Odell, right. and I'll, and his completion percentage was lousy. Baker Mayfield has not been good, but from a fantasy perspective, even that game against the Jets was very mediocre. It was meh, right? It was very, and the other two eh. have been stinkers. This is a guy who is who is a top five quarterback in most drafts. So I you're mean, saying rotate your QBs is a sad. There is only the there is only one quarterback in the National Football League who is a must start every single week in fantasy. I know football. who it is. And I bet I can guess. It's Baker. It's it's not Baker Mayfield. It's Patrick Mahomes, right? Right? Woo! I got it right. I mean, Lamar Jackson may get to that level if he keeps doing what he's doing on the field. Maybe Dak too. But right now, there's one. That's it. Well, um, yeah, I, I guess that probably checks out. As a matter of fact, um, okay, Vance McDonald. One more uh, little question. I'm not uh, doing this as a Steelers fan. I'm doing it as a fantasy player. Mm -hmm. um, Vance McDonald shoulder. He's pretty consistently over the course of his career been undependable in terms of health. Mm -hmm. um, who should I go get at the tight end spot now? Will Disley. I, I cut the two. He's yeah, got three man. in the last. What is he a four for the season? Now? I think he has three on the season. Uh, two in Pittsburgh and one this so past uh, Sunday. He has, I mean, just about every game he's played and he's got a very small resume, but he scored a touchdown. So if you're looking at, I mean, the tight end position has gone to hell in a handbasket. It was bad last season. It's worse now. It's worse because we we have Jared Cook is useless now, right? Jimmy Graham is basically useless. Thank goodness for Greg Olson's resurrection because he's been well. Really that's good. the guy who a Tyler lot of Eifert is sitting out there now. in a couple. Kyle spots. Rudolph's blocking every single week. He's absolutely useless. So Disley's probably going to be the only guy. You mean Vernon Davis? Maybe Jordan Reed? We don't know what's going on with him with the concussion and the issues that he's had with the injuries over his career. So I would say Disley's probably your best bet. Also see if if Chris Herndon's out there because he could be floating. Oh, out there he's about to return. He's suspended. So when he comes back, I mean, he could have some value too. That's a great call, and Darnold will be back, and they'll. Yeah. I don't know if they'll write the ship, but they will. Right. Be I mean, I don't know how many forever. people are out there who have held on to Chris Herndon who don't have like that reserve spot. Instead of putting him on your bench, you don't want to kill that spot for for a tight end who may or may not have a good season, but he could be out there. Well, one guy who we did circle and say he's going to have a good 2019, and I'll say the exact phrase that I've said before is, in a world of phony QB whisperers, Bruce Arians is the, uh, is the real deal. And after a bad week one against what is clearly a good Niners defense, Jameis Winston, I mean, he, he was, I mean, the whole world was all over him two weeks ago on Thursday night and and he came out in that second half and he started um throwing some strikes and then again against a bad defense Jameis Winston if if you're applying your new standard of like carry a couple of guys and play the matchup Jameis Winston would be a good ad who are some guys that you're looking to buy low on would you go after a guy like Levy and Bell or is there anybody out there that See, you're looking at that is is worth the gamble of uh, who's who's come out of the gate uh, and not look so good you know what? I mean, 
like I, the, 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 James Conner is somebody that I would try and sell high on next week. Okay, so if you're out there and you have James Conner, like you guys have the Bengals this week. The Bengals are just that's just a bad football team, and th their defense is horrible against the run. So Conner would be a guy that I would be looking to sell high on, uh, and that's where I'm looking at in my trades right now. I'm looking to sell high on players. Like if I can get a gold mine for Lamar Jackson, and I have another quarterback who I trust, mm. I, I would absolutely, you know, do that. Um, you know, w when you're talking about buying low, like the first thing that comes to mind is Todd Gurley, but I don't know. They, they're not even throwing the ball to him, Dave. Yeah. And I, I like, I, I was all in on getting him at the end of the second round. And I'm like, I mean, but he doesn't at worst look, it could be an RB2. It's funny because they know about the arthritis and we called that out all off season and even in the playoffs last year. But it doesn't year. look bad. Like, I mean. No, I, he doesn't. He looks spry when he gets his touches. He looks good. The, and that, that makes you think, okay, eventually. Maybe in time for the fantasy playoffs, he'll be getting more touches. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I mean, if that happens, that. you're not making it because you've been waiting for him to get touches for, you know, 12 And I weeks. wouldn't have touched Mark Ingram or anybody else, but now I rue not having done that because it was such a muddled backfield. Justice mm -hmm. Hill has been the odd man out almost yeah. compared to Gus. I almost would rather have Gus Edwards out of that call. And then you but. mentioned Le'Veon Bell, but I mean, I, I don't know that you can buy low on him because, I mean, people know Darnold's coming back and the offense is going to get better. So Yeah, true. That, that that would sort of, you know, scratch out that option because I feel like it's still Le'Veon Bell. He's still a featured back. You know, the week the, the week before this one, he had a big game. He had a lot of targets, a lot of catches. Yeah. So I, I, I That's because you do your PPR stuff. Although I uh, – Well, that's in, PPR in our, is standard. I know. In our, we're, we're probably going to do that in my big league. But uh, this week, uh, the cool cats in, in the uh, company fantasy league, I finally got off the schneid and posted a, a hefty victory. In our, in our league? Yeah, I don't remember okay. who I played. But yeah. I can't think of who it was. But anyway, I'll, I'm one and two at least. Um, all right, Fabiano, let's wrap it up here with this quick debate. Okay. You're a New York or a Connecticut native. You should, by all rights, be either a Giants or Jets fan, except That's that you're not, a front runner and you chose. It's not correct. You chose the Cowboys instead. Spaghetti stayed true. And in fact, he really, I mean, he went with the Giants over the Jets, which is good. Well, that was smart. Yeah, he went with the Yankees. He went with the blue shirts. It's weird when people do the Yankees and the Jets like Hanzoos. Those right. people are weird. But anyway. Yeah, that's true. Better food overall. You can only eat the food of one city. It's time now for our Bon and Viv uh, food block presented by Bon and Viv, Spike Seltzer. You can only eat the food of one football town for the rest of your days to the exclusion of the other. Mm -hmm. You never eat New York City food again. Any of the five boroughs, spaghetti. So your beloved Staten Island pizza pie off the table. Okay. Or delicious barbecue, steaks, queso, Fabiano. I'm Italian, dude. I could never give up New York food. Okay. Could never do it. All right. This is this is, is going to be interesting. <laughs> Spaghetti, no chance. He goes against New York on any level. No, I because the thing is, if I if I have to pick what Fab's like a Dallas Dallas cuisine, you're saying yes. I'm not involving Pittsburgh. Right. I, so I'm having you two go uh, head to head. My fa like barbecue is probably my favorite thing, but like if you lose the New York quiz, I mean, you're losing all of New York food. I mean, there's just so many. You understand you can get pizza anywhere else I, in America. Yeah, but it's lousy compared to New York. I wouldn't. Uh, you can go to delis. Nah, you're just not going yeah, to a New York just, deli anymore. The, the delis, the bagels, pizza. Uh, I, I got to stick with New York on this one. I, I yeah. Barbecue's better, but losing out of the New York stuff would just ruin me. As you know. I hear you. Yep. I think you are both correct. I think you chose wisely with NYC. But I will say, as a little side note, 
Give me Houston over Dallas for food. That's uh, that's Dave's little uh, tip yeah? there. Yeah, I've never been to Houston, so I wouldn't. Oh, Lance Zerline, our pal here at uh, the NFL, can hip you to all the best joints oh, in, yeah? in Houston. Oh, they have a, uh, the full rainbow of delicious treats. I was in Houston, New York uh, at the end of August for a couple of events with the NFL, and uh, my girlfriend and I stayed uh, in Union Square, so we walked down to Little Italy. Dude, I, I, I mean... And I, I wish I was there for two weeks. I would have eaten a I know. different place the every single night. Don't well, just let the me just say this. The food is amazing. Yeah. Well, don't sleep on L.A. L.A. has plenty of good food too. Don't buy uh, what Woody Allen. The only Italian food years. that I like here, uh, uh, Bay City's Deli is tremendous. Yes. yes. Uh, there's a place called. Um, I saw you at La Cava once. You and your lady. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was out with my little girl, and I we remember. were having uh, we I were remember. having a, a lovely lunch. There's a place called Cantalini's uh, Salerno Beach in Playa del Rey. That's not too bad. Uh, that's pretty. There's good. There's tons of good Italian food. But no, food. but like a lot. I mean, it, it, you you have you basically you got you got as good of a shot as having a good pie. You ever go to Bestia? Having a bad one in go L.A. In New York you- City, I mean, it's all good. All right. There, all we'll good. go out on that. Good tips uh, all the way through from uh, from the great uh, Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Make sure you're watching him. I know you already are in NFL Fantasy Live, listening to him on the uh, Fantasy Live podcast, produced by Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass and uh, muzzle tub to Spaghetti and the Giants fans and to the Cowboys fans out there. Lick your wounds, Steelers fans and other 0-3 teams. <laughs> Yes, only way to go is up from here. We'll talk about it later in the week. Till then, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.